Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laban. And I'm Chris Polanski. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir? Good, Mike. It's a hot one out there today. Yeah, it is super hot. I don't want to go anywhere near that. I had to take out the garbage. It sucked. Yeah, garbage in hot weather? That's the worst. It was so stinky. Yeah. It's that maximum, like, sour garbage smell. The worst, though, is because, like, William, he's a baby. He poops. He poops enough to fill his diaper genie. So we have to take the diaper genie, the empty, the full bag, take it out to the shed, and leave it in the hot shed for a few days. And then when you open up that garbage bin, it's like, oh, not good. It's not good. That's nasty. Uh, yeah, I guess we just check ours in the garage sometimes. But see, ooh, a garage. What's I know. Fancy there? I know. That's that Ancaster life for you. <laughs> <laughs> but how's things? Good weekend. Good. Good times. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what we did on the weekend because I've already pushed it out of my mind. Um, <laughs> but uh, we went to the park for the first time today since they've been allowed to be reopened, which Ben was a huge fan of. So that was oh. good. Yeah, he went on all the slides by himself and all the play structures. And then, of course, you know how all those parks have like the fireman pole or and like those ways to get down. Well, of course, he's interested in those, too. But it's like, <laughs> you better not go down this yet. You're not that big. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But we had uh, a big milestone. I guess that's what we did on the weekend, Mike. We had a big milestone with Ben. We had his very first haircut. Oh, that's right. I remember. It's funny because I saw the pictures of the haircut. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, look at that. He's getting his haircut. And then like maybe an hour later, Tiff sent a snap of him. And I was like, who's this kid? (laughs) Yeah, he looks way different. I thought it was an old video, actually, because you know how you can send old snaps. I thought it was an old one. Yeah, well, it's weird because sometimes you look at him and he looks like a year older. And other times you look at him, yeah, and he looks like he's like one years old again because the haircut he has now is kind of how his hair was back then. So it's uh, it's kind of funny, but I think he's appreciating it because it's so hot that he's got a lot less hair now. So he stays a little cooler in the world, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, he did a really good job. I was mostly expecting him to, you know, sort of thrash his head around or maybe whine or, you know, do something childlike, but he just sat there the whole time and watched, you know, Paw Patrol on the Netflix there. And oh, that's how that's how they do it. Like, that's what we would have to do with William if we got his haircut for the first time is we just tell him to throw on the wiggles. He's hypnotized. That's how we cut his nails. That's how we do all sorts of stuff. We don't want him to freak out about. We just yeah. Throw the wiggles on. Yeah. So the, the place we went to, they have basically like a little like TV beside every cutting station. And then instead of a seat, it's like a little pretend car, like a little play car and that kind of thing. And yeah, they did a good job. I can't say uh, enough good things about it. And because it was his first time, they gave us like a lock of his hair and a little certificate and whatever. So no. it, was, it was pretty cute, Mike. Where was it that you went? It's called Pom Poms. It's on Upper James. Or uh, yeah, no. Upper Wentworth, right beside the mall. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, I know where that is. I just don't know where the, the haircut place yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. If you go to the mall, you'll find it. <laughs> yeah, just keep walking around <laughs> the general yeah. vicinity of the mall. Yeah, you'll get there. It's one of those little, like, plazas beside it. But anyway, yeah. So, that was that. He has learned how to tiptoe on command, Mike, which is funny because he tiptoes like a like cartoon villain. 
you know, with like the high knee and everything like that. And the tiptoe ends up being substantially louder than uh, a regular walk. But he knows what it is. And he does go on his tiptoes. So, it's pretty funny. Now, does he know that he's like sneaking or he just thinks he's doing something? No, it's just like, it's just a fun party trick at this point. Yes. He doesn't really know what it's associated with. At least... Presumably, he doesn't know. He doesn't seem to show that he's sort of sneaking up on you or anything like that. Hopefully, it stays that way. Yeah, that would be good. That'd be good. I was FaceTiming with him the other day, Mike, because you know, obviously, I've been going back to work. And he did this really funny thing where he was sitting on the change table and he was talking to me. And all of a sudden, the camera moves and I've got like a nice close up of his butt. And all you can hear is him laughing because <laughs> he knows exactly what he's doing. So then he takes it back and he shows his face. And then, of course, then back to the butt and of then course. back to the face. And Tiff was saying that he actually like lifted his butt off the ground and like would shove it underneath and then sit back down on it after a while. Was that Tiff's good. phone that he was using? Yeah, Tiff's phone. Yes. So I hope she disinfected. I, I would imagine she did. But I mean, it's child. It's child butt. So is it really that bad? Yeah, it's still butt. It's not magical. <laughs> Maybe it is. You never know. <laughs> and, and I don't know. I've got a million stories here, Mike, but I'm going to just... I'll finish up with one more. We'll save some for next week. He actually used the potty for the first time the no, other day. No, already. Yes. And now I'm just going to throw this out there. 100% luck. <laughs> this was not any sort of skill or anything like that. But I think I've mentioned it before is, you know, every day before bed, he sits on there and he reads his potty book and we do the same thing in the morning. But yeah, this time he actually went to the potty and he was very proud of himself. And then, yeah, so we're hoping that this is a sign that he'll be uh, potty training fairly easily. Of course, saying that, I probably jinxed myself, but... Uh, yeah, you've ruined it for yourself. Yeah, but anyway, it was a big moment. And we made a big deal about it, you know, like cheered and all that type of stuff that you're supposed to do. So, that's what we did, Mike. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, what's what's Big William been up to? Well, if you recall, way back in the early podcast, probably around December last year, we talked about how we tried to put William in a bubble bath. Yes. And how afraid of the bubbles he was. Like mm-hmm. he was so, remember, he was so upset that he peed on me. Yes, I do recall this. Yeah. Okay. So, bubble bath, not a good place. We gave it another shot. And? And he loved it. Oh, big fan now, eh? Yeah, he was all about it. So, it was good. He, he's Well, well, I say, I say that he loved it. I should just, he just didn't scream and cry and pee on me. <laughs> yeah. No associated meltdown with this experience. Yeah. yeah. He was just like, all right, it's another bath. Like he seemed like he just to be happy. I, I wouldn't say he felt any happier because it was bubbles or not. He just yeah. was like, yep, I'm in the bath and I like baths. I wonder if it's, I wonder if it's because you guys have been going like the splash pad so often. Well, we actually cut back on the splash pad because oh. we were going so often. We were like, we need it to become a treat. Before he's just like, because he was starting to get bored. We'd go to the splash pad and you just kind of like kick the ball around and then be like, I'm ready to leave. Right, so we, oh, okay. we, we just didn't go for like a week and then we went again and now he loves it again. So, yeah. well, there you go. Yeah. It's all about the, you know, moderation. Keep it a treat and then he loves it. It's supply know? and demand. Yeah. He'll, maybe he'll grow up to be an economist. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we, we also ventured out back into parks this weekend. Yeah. And well, and last week as well. 
I took him over to the secluded park by us. There's one because there's a park right across the street from us, but it's like right in the sun. And like also there was that covid center that the park is in the middle of right remember i mean obviously there's nobody there now but it's still in the middle of the heat right so i took him over to this this other park where in the morning it was nice and shady and we had a lot of fun and really the only things to do there is there's like those ridey things and then there's the swings and he was happy to be on both of those things and then there's one really tall slide and and it's like it's, it's it's literally like a slide you know like how it's just here's there's the stairs up and then the slide down and that and that's it. Oh, yeah. Not attached to like a jungle gym or anything like that. Yes. Yeah. So he'd go up the stairs and I would go up behind him and then we get to the top and it was not a small slide. It was a very tall slide. So I'd get to the top and then I'd be like, now you got to stay back and like try to shove past him without shoving him off the back of the slide. Oh. At the same time. <laughs> it was a very delicate, delicate dance of like, don't push him off the back while you get in front of him so he doesn't go down himself because I could just see him like wiping out hard going down by himself just because you know he's a baby and he's not the greatest at you know motor skills <laughs> <laughs> he's got to figure it out ben was going down all the slides today they're not that bad as long as they hold on the side you know right right okay well you know just throw him down there tomorrow ben is i would say ben is a little Further ahead of William in certain areas, <laughs> like a perfect example. I don't know if you recall, we talked a while back about the speech therapist that we yes. were like, oh, we might have to, to talk to a speech therapist because William, he has a few things to say, but not a lot of things. He's no Ben, mm-hmm. you know, Ben talking about, I don't know, whatever he's talking about. He He's told a lot of things, you know. Yeah, he never shuts up. He just keeps yeah. going all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's not that he, he'll he'll make a lot of, you know. He'll make some sounds. A sheep says, bah. A cow says, bah. <laughs> you know, things like that. Right, right, um, yeah. But we actually have a, a social worker give us a call and say, hey, you know, it's it's time. We're going to book an appointment. And so we have an appointment for this week where we're going to talk to them and they're going to evaluate him and see if any further steps need to be done. It's going to be all done video conference because that's the way the world is these days. Sure, yeah. But we had to fill out like four pages of forms to, to and I, I, I shouldn't say four pages. I should say four forms because some of those forms were more than four pages. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So it was all sorts of like fun things where it's like, uh, does your baby understand the following? And it's like, yes, no, hand that to me give this to to me as in like you give it to me versus me give it to you kind of a thing right you know and and there's all these little check boxes that we had to click off of like oh does william do this does he say this does he understand this does he say this even though he understands it you know stuff like that and we have to send that to them and and so that they can come and and figure out with the evaluation the kind of stuff that they need to to double check kind of a thing so so do you, do you know exactly what's entailed in, in the speech therapy stuff nope no, no okay. Well, we report back next week. I'm just curious. Like, do they just start shouting like "Yes, yes, yes" at him, <laughs> or like, I, what I things know, yeah. do they do? Yeah, I'd be. I'm really interested to see. Yeah, my my big worry is that because William, when it comes to video calls, is like enthralled for the first minute, and then he couldn't give a shit. You know, he's like that with grandma. He's like that with everybody else. So I'm I'm worried that they're gonna be like, oh, well, he needs a lot of work, and he'll just be like. 
I'm having fun over here away from you because I don't <laughs> care, you know? Maybe. Well, I don't know. Do they, maybe do they spend much time with him or is it like spend time with you guys and like educate you guys on how to do it? Maybe. Well, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I know that they're supposed to spend some time talking to him. Like, right. They didn't really give us like a time frame, but except it was, it, it seemed like it was going to be on the longer end. Of sure. Things. Yeah. I, I'm, that's not surprising. Huh. Well, we'll see. I, I'm I'm really curious. We'll have to talk about that next week. Yeah, so like 90 minutes, something like that, maybe. Well, better than 80 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess. <laughs> but worse than 100, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it seems like that makes sense, right? Yeah. 90 minutes, hour and a half. That's a, a pretty obvious unit of time for yeah, things. Yeah, definitely. But also another fun thing that William has been doing has been eating his bed. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's all about chowing down on the crib and uh, all of the the paint on it. Like Laura actually went and checked on him at one point and she's like, "What's on your face?" And I'm like, "What is on his face? I can't see. He won't stop moving." Because of course, crib time is now playtime. Yeah. Even though it's sleep time, it's always playtime in crib time now. But uh yeah, he had paint flakes all over his face from all of the paint that he's been ripping off the wall with his well, not the wall but off the crib yeah off the railing yeah 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 so that's that's a fun thing but also in personal mike and laura having fun news i'm gonna i'm gonna let you in on what i was doing on my saturday night because wow it was a very interesting saturday night okay there was highs there was lows there was some fun that was had there was some terrible things Laura and I, you know how we've been doing our date nights where we, we order a pizza, we order our fancy My Pie pizzas, and then we watch a movie. Yes. We watched Money Plane. Okay. Have you heard of Money Plane? I have heard of it, but I know nothing about it. So Money Plane stars Edge, WWE's Edge as the main character. Co-starring is Thomas Jane, Denise Richards, and Kelsey Grammer. Oh. And it is a movie about, oh, also every Lawrence brother is in this movie. Joey Lawrence, Matthew Lawrence, Adam Lawrence, I think was the other one. Adam Lawrence is also, I believe, the director and head writer of this movie. Okay. It is a movie that must be entirely made on gambling debts and favor cash-ins because all of this cast comes together to make this what the hell stupid ass movie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is it supposed to be a serious movie yes it's supposed to be and it's just bad okay all right so it's not it's not like some sort of slapstick spoof comedy movie. no 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 it's okay. it's played dead serious and it's the dumbest shit you'll see in a movie. <laughs> so the the money plane of the title is a casino in the sky for criminals okay edge and his crack team who is not Thomas Jane or Denise Richards or Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer is a gangster who's named the Rumble, by the way. Oh, He's the, the Rumble, Rumble. And he refers to himself as the Rumble all the time. Also very obvious that Kelsey Grammer filmed all of his scenes in one day because he's only ever on the same set and he's wearing the same outfit the entire time. Doesn't matter how many days have passed. He's wearing the same outfit <laughs> on like, the same set. Like when you're listing off the cast and stuff, it's like Kelsey Grammer does not fit in to this, the star-studded lineup. Denise Richards is in it for maybe three minutes. Okay. She plays his wife. She shows up and in, in, she must have filmed all her scenes in one day too. But at least there was like a location where they did it on like a, at like a house. Right. She's in the house 
and then she's outside the house and then that's it. Like she don't see her again. Right. She plays Edge's wife. Oh. But like I I don't I don't want to spoil much of it even though it's so stupid that I could probably tell you the entire movie and it might just make you want to watch it more. Okay. Like okay, I how, this I'm, is a pretty old movie, isn't it? No, it came out this month. Well, this month? This month. Oh. It came out this month. Maybe I'm confusing it with something else, but anyway, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So I'm going to spoil one scene in the movie. Sure. Yeah. Because it's so stupid. It's the dumbest thing in the world. There's a screw it. I'm just going to spoil a lot of this. Yeah, movie. Just go for it. Mike, I'm not watching this movie. <laughs> you should, because it's so bad and you can just, it's like the room of action movies. Okay. So, uh, so there's a sequence. Kelsey Grammer is the person who's hired edge to, to steal from the money plane. And the whole reason that he hired him was because he hired edge to steal a painting and the painting was already stolen when edge got there. Okay. Also, the, they, they go to steal the painting from an art museum, which is clearly an old warehouse. Like it's not an art museum at all. Like it's a shitty old rundown brewery or something. Right. Okay. So they go to that. Also the, the art museum is, is like full of like machine gun thugs, which is like, it's an art museum. Also, the the name of the art museum is Art Museum. Nice. <laughs> well, it's, it's very to the point. Yeah. Yeah. So all that. <laughs> so I'm giving way too much backstory for this one scene, but whatever. So they they go to steal the painting. The painting is gone. Kelsey Graham goes, "Okay, well, since you couldn't get my painting, you got to steal from the money plane." Of course, it turns out the reason the painting was missing in the first place was because Kelsey Grammer was double crossing them. Right. So that they would rob the money plane for him. So there's a scene when Kelsey Grammer finds out that Edge and his team are double crossing them. So he sends his goons to kill one of Edge's men who is in the desert. The best part about the desert scene is it's clearly filmed in the middle of the day, but they've done like color toning to make it look like it's nighttime. Okay. Yeah. But it's not nighttime. It's just really badly color toned daytime shots. Mm -hmm. Edge has figured out that he's being double crossed. So he messages Thomas Jane, who's at his house to make sure that nobody comes to kill his wife. And Thomas Jane goes, okay, I'll take care of it. And he leaves and he gets a drone, like a drone, like the drone that you have, that kind of drone. Yeah. And he puts a gun on it. And he flies the drone to the desert where this other guy is. And when the, the team ambushes the other guy, Thomas Jane takes out all the dudes with the gun on a drone. <laughs> the, it, it has, there's no recoil from the gun going of course not, Yeah, The drone just floats in space. It somehow hits everyone perfectly. Like yeah. he doesn't miss once the drone hits everyone perfectly. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, but f***ing crazy. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And then, of course, when when Kelsey Grammer finds out that he has indeed been double-crossed by the double-crossee, he just starts yelling about how he's the rumble and you won't get away with this. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> well, this so dumb. This sounds like an instant classic, Mike. Okay. What would you expect if I told you that I had a movie? It was an action movie starring a wrestler. What would you expect 90% of that wrestler's screen time to be? Wow, fighting. Some sort of fighting. He flies the plane. 
Oh, he's the pilot. <laughs> he's the pilot. <laughs> is this is this a WWE Studios it's masterpiece? Not. It's not. It's not. He's he's not listed as WWE's Edge. Ed, WWE's logo was not anywhere in the movie. He's he's credited as Adam Copeland. Right. It, it's it's just what the hell is this movie? <laughs> wow. Wow. See, I would expect it from a WWE Studios movie, <laughs> but from a real studio, I'm I'm disappointed. Half the sets are curtains. Wow. Yeah, like it's, it, this is a big box office Hollywood movie, yeah. and half the sets are curtains. That's brutal. Yeah, it was very bad, but like bad in the I can't look away. It's an hour and 22 minutes long, including credits, mm-hmm. and it felt like I'd been watching it for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that review, Mike. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah. But also on Saturday night, I also really want to quickly point out that Sydney, if you remember Sydney, Sydney's a regular listener to the podcast. Yes. Sydney was doing a stream, a charity stream on Twitch. He his uh, his Twitch name is Good Good Boy 123. So there's a free plug for you Sydney. Sydney has been a really great member of the community he always comes out to all of the events that we do he brought his wife out to to the stream that we did not too long ago super nice guy i popped by his stream his charity stream we had some fun i almost beat him at uh what's that jackbox the trivia the murder party one. Oh yeah murder trivia party. murder party yeah. i almost yeah. beat him i almost beat him but he was doing a charity stream for thorn.org and i actually didn't know what thorn.org was until i tuned into his stream and it's a charity that is out to stop child abuse like sexual predators and and like uh child trafficking like sex trafficking and stuff like that i didn't know about it at the time sydney actually provided a lot of great research at it so it's something i think that people should check out i threw some donations his way on behalf of us and and uh he he was out to get 500 bucks and overall he he raised over 700 and i think almost 750 dollars after he it was funny because he he was doing a 12-hour stream and if he hit 500 he was going to do a 24-hour stream and I got there like right when he hit the point where it was like, oh, I have to do 24 hours. And it was just like, <laughs> I've been there and you know it because Sydney actually spent a lot of time with me when I did our 24 hour stream. Laura was talking to him because she was watching the stream while I was watching William for a bit. And and he was like, yeah, I was watching Mike and I stayed with him really late because that guy was going to fall asleep. And <laughs> while I was doing because I was, I was talking to him at like three in the morning. I yeah, yeah. But I, I, I stayed up with him for a little bit. And actually, I was there when he when he finished the next morning and uh, he did it. He did a full 24 hours and uh, good for him. So congratulations for him and thorn.org. And uh, for more information, I just gave you the website thorn.org so feel free to <laughs> check it out make some donations of yourself and once again one more quick plug for him it's uh, twitch at good good boy one two three and i remember it's easy to remember because every time anybody made a donation on his stream he, he said that they were a force for good good it's a good slogan that's yeah. a good slogan yeah and you know it was great it was great and the thing that really like because i gave a donation and then i donated more later uh-huh. Because they started doing, and I've never thought, like, why would you do this on Twitch? But people do this. They were doing karaoke. Oh, yeah, that would be pretty fun. And they were taking requests. And I requested X Gonna Give It To You by DMX. <laughs> and it was so funny 
that I was like, okay, I'm giving more money for this. Like at that point, I forget what they were at, but they were at an odd number. So I just topped them up to the next hundred at that right. point. Cause it was just like, they were, they were close to 600. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to top them up to 600. Cause that was so funny. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I, I tuned in on a little bit in the morning. Which I think he's in like Texas or something, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. so it was like 6.30 in the morning here, so it was quite early for him. But yeah, he was still going strong, playing some Rocket League when I tuned in. Hey, speaking of Rocket League, Rocket League is actually going free to play right now. So everybody can start playing Rocket League. I know. I am I am super pumped. Rocket League is has become one of my favorite games ever. I, I would say probably in the top three. And if you have not had the opportunity to play soccer with rocket-powered cars, it is an absolute blast. Great for all ages. Yeah, you'll just have so much fun. But I'm I'm really pumped as a player because it's going to bring like so much new blood into the game and stuff. Not that the game was really struggling for people or anything, but you know, I think on average there's like fifty thousand people online at any given time. Hopefully, this kicks them up to like you know a quarter million or something like that. But what I really liked about it is obviously, I don't know if you bought it. Did you get it free as part of your PlayStation Plus? Yeah, thing? I yeah. grabbed it when it was PlayStation Plus freebie. Yeah, that was that was a huge boost for them. I know when they did that. Yeah, they did. A, they came out the gate like that, and it was huge. I threw some money their way. I bought a couple of the DLC packs, yeah. which are now going to all be free. Yeah. That's what I was just going to get at. Like, I, I paid the $25 or whatever it was, uh, you know, back in 2015. But they're actually going to give you, yeah, like you were just saying, is all the DLCs for free. I think minus the, like, corporately branded ones. So, I don't think you're going to get, like, the Jurassic Park DLC or the Damn. Back to the Future DLC. I know. I know. I've I've never hemmed and hawed so much as looking at the DeLorean car for, like, two ninety nine. <laughs> it's like, should I spend $3 on a car? I don't know. I, I bought it. I bought it. I have the DeLorean. And you know what the stupid thing is? I have the DeLorean, but I still play a Sweet Tooth because he's the exclusive PlayStation character. Right, right, right. That's why I love that. I love that you can be Sweet Tooth in Rocket League because, I mean, there's not going to be another Twisted Metal game anytime soon. No. So why not be Sweet Tooth, right? So a great thing for Rocket League. And I didn't know you were going to throw that at me because I was actually going to use X going to give it to you as a segue into something else that we were talking <laughs> well, about. Well, I was not intentionally throwing it to you, Mike, but <laughs> yeah, it's not that way. You're just so naturally gifted at hosting. You just jumped on board. Yeah. Well, I mean, it made for a great, it was something that we talked about is something we'll get to if we have time, but we were able to throw that in. But th- segueing back to the X going to give it to you. And it's so funny because uh, f- first of all, Xbox, we were going to talk about Xbox last week because there was a lot of stuff that happened and we decided to push it all to this week because there was that big Xbox games reveal that they were doing last Thursday. Yes. Of course, the the day our episode posts, right? So, you know, this is as absolutely as far away as possible that we could have talked about this kind of thing. But one of the things that happened at the games reveal is, you know, how like something that people always make fun of when it comes to like movie trailers and stuff is the slow, sad piano version of a pop song. Yes. Yeah. Well, one of the trailers used X going to give it to you as a slow, sad piano version. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, what? That's, that's actually what made me think of asking for X going to give it to you during the karaoke night the other night. Oh, it wasn't that that was Tiffany and my entrance music to your wedding. Was X going to give it to you? <laughs> was it? I totally forgot yes, it that. it was. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I totally forgot that. Yeah. Two of the whitest people in the world. Walking out to that one. 
I remember the only one I remember. I don't even remember what my wedding entrance music was. Like when I came in, I I what don't remember it? either. I remember I remember that my brother because he couldn't pick something. I made it a Smash Mouth. I made it All Star. By- <laughs> <laughs> That's a good mine? punishment. I don't remember what mine was. I have to go back and watch the video, Mike. Is there video? I'm sure somebody. I'm sure somebody must have taken video. Somebody has video. I do remember. I'm probably going to get corrections called a set on this one. But I do remember that we played as our like, we're married. Let's all run to the back and be happy moment. We played sports from Tim and Eric. Yes. The Tim and Eric Awesome Show, which is just really a weird, weird ass song. (laughs) But (laughs) nobody said anything. Nobody cared. You know, it's your wedding. Do what you want. Dude, we had want. wrestling music at ours. I mean, it's true. <laughs> I came into uh, Chris Jericho's. Thing. Yeah, exactly. But we are we are getting wildly off topic now, Mike. So X gonna give it to you. Yeah. What did X bring to the table? Did you watch any of the 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 Xbox game reveal? I, I didn't watch it live, but I did watch the kind of like ten minute. This is what you missed, sort of video afterwards. Right, right. Now my questions with it was, I felt like this was not at all what they built it up to be before we get into the actual content of it. Yeah. It basically felt to me, it was like, and cause it was an hour, right? Just it over was an, an hour. hour. Yeah. Just about an hour, it was basically yeah. an hour of video game trailers, which is, which is great because it's a video game system. Yeah. But that's what I was under the impression it was going to be was it was going to be just game reveals. But what was not clear because like I heard what I had read was that it was going to be 100% first-party games because they did that other showcase and people were like, you didn't show Halo. And they were like, this is all third-party. The next one's going to be all first-party. So when third-party games started to show up, I was like, wait, I thought these these weren't supposed to be... Okay, well, whatever. It's all third-parties here. That's fine. But then also, there's a point in it, maybe midway through, where some person who works at Microsoft came in and was like, from the this point on, everything you see is exclusive to Xbox. And then immediately following that, they did this thing where it was like, console exclusive launch, which was like, that means it's going to come out on Xbox first and then come to PlayStation later. Yeah. So like right away, she's like exclusively on Xbox. And then, no, this is not <laughs> yeah. exclusively on for Xbox. Now. For now. Yeah, is, yeah, for now. And then they did that for like a bunch of games. Like there was a whole bunch of games that were console exclusive, like mm-hmm. the console launch exclusives, which is like, okay, well, then I'll just wait. Like one of the games that they showed was a game called The Medium, which looks like a, like a spiritual successor to Silent Hill. And I'm like, done. I love Silent Hill. I'm in. Oh, it's, it's not coming exclusive to Xbox? Even better. You know, <laughs> yeah, it. you'll get it when you get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I thought it was all supposed to be first party stuff, which leads me to my biggest disappointment of the entire thing. I love Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Okay. It's a game that I've played before. I played it on PlayStation 4. I loved it. When they announced the sequel was coming because the company that like Xbox bought the company that make makes Hellblade. And when that happened, I was like, damn it. That means Hellblade 2 is going to be an Xbox exclusive. When they announced the Series X, they announced it alongside a trailer for Hellblade 2. And I was like, damn it. Okay, I'm going to have to at least play it on Games Pass or something like that, right? Yeah. So I'm waiting and I'm like, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to hear more about Hellblade 2. 
They showed up and said, hey, we're working on Hellblade 2. Here are highlights from the trailer you've already seen. We went to Iceland. Here's our video footage from Iceland. You can watch that on a developer diary on our YouTube channel. Bye. <laughs> so so what you're saying is you weren't thrilled with that no, reveal. No, they yeah. didn't show me anything new. Yeah. And it was like, hey, you want to see pictures of Iceland? Well, yes, because I think Iceland's really cool, but it doesn't show me anything new about the game that I'm excited for. So it was like, as soon as that happened, I was just like, oh. Yes. Disappointing. Mike has died on stream here, yeah. Yeah. I I was quite bored. I'll be honest. I was quite bored with most of it. Now, obviously, we've, we've established with the PlayStation discussions that we had before that I'm more into, like, the hardware side and everything like that, but... There wasn't any real games that stood out to me and there was some really cool stuff. And I, I think we'll talk about it in a little bit. Like the Games Pass stuff, I, I think is is game changing, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Halo Infinite. This is obviously Xbox is synonymous with Halo. Halo is synonymous with Xbox. It's like the game. I don't know. What's the what would be the equivalent PlayStation game to Halo? Is there one? Uncharted? Uncharted, maybe? Uncharted, yeah. The internet was very displeased with the Halo trailer. And I mean, I can understand why I, for something that they've been hyping up so aggressively, I watched it and it's like, these graphics are kind of shitty and this gameplay seems really slow. And I I don't know, it it didn't jump out at me. What were your thoughts on it, Mike? Well, the thing I got to, I got to preface is I've never really been like a big Halo fan. Yes, say with me. I, I'm I'm not a Halo fan either. Yeah. Yeah. So like when I was watching it, I'm like, yeah, this looks like more Halo. And to to be honest, I was watching it. it the, the presentation was at noon. I watched it live while I was eating my lunch. Okay. And I was watching it on a tablet, mm-hmm. like an older tablet. Right. Too. Okay. So it was like 1080p and small. So I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, that's Halo. Let's go eat my lunch. So I didn't really notice that the graphics were that bad until like one of my buddies who was watching it as well. Like one of my coworkers, he was messaging me on Slack. I'm like, are you watching it, man? Video games, you know, like, <laughs> so <laughs> he, he starts messaging me and he's like, this looks like shit. And I'm like, what? And I look at it and I'm like, it just looks like more Halo. And he's like, no, no, no. Like it looks like the graphics look bad. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, I guess they're not that great, are they? Like, I I wasn't really paying too much attention. But once he mentioned it, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess these aren't that good. And, I mean, they said it's going to get better. But, like, what does that mean? This game's supposed to come out in a couple months. Well, so that's what I was reading, too, is because obviously they're on their, their heels a little bit here. But what they said is what we saw was a demo from January, I believe, was the date. And because of all the COVID stuff and the work from home stuff, they didn't have the opportunity to sort of showcase like, you know, six months later progression. And that's why it kind of looked the way it looked. And, you know, some of the weird graphical glitches and stuff that appeared. That's why it is. So, again, you'd think for like their their platform piece that they would have, you know, bent over backwards to get the latest and greatest version of it. But maybe they decided, yeah, you know what, people are going to buy it anyway. Maybe, but I don't remember anything like that elsewhere. Like, you know, when Last of Us 2 had, you know, big trailers, people would be like, look how good it looks. You know, I don't remember anybody being like, this looks like shit. As a matter of fact, I saw on Twitter, people were comparing 
the the because there's like a cutscene at the beginning of the Halo thing. They were comparing the faces of the guy who's just in the cutscene talking to Master Chief. They were comparing that with The Last of Us, and they're like, "This is a game." It's it's for an inferior system, and it looks much better. And a lot of people I saw also saw were like, "This isn't a fair comparison. This is a single player game that's focused on, and then this is like a blah 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 open world thing." And it's like, I get it. I, I get where people are coming from. This any way you look at it, this looks better than that. You know, like yeah, exactly. Well, and I know people were dissecting the original. I think announcement trailer back in twenty eighteen, like the the Halo Infinite one, the one where he comes in space or whatever. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But it, it looked way better, like a more gritty, and it looked next gen. Whereas this one was not. But you know, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt and say, yeah, okay. You know, why would they lie and say, oh, yeah, this is a shitty old version. It's not going to look like that. And they'll release it like that anyway. That doesn't make any sense to me. So we will see. If they do that, then they're just going to get shit all over. Exactly. Right? Yeah. The one crazy thing I heard about it is that it might not ship with multiplayer. This is some rumor going around. What? No, that's that's what people buy Halo. For. Exactly. Yeah. So that was shocking to me, too. And I haven't seen it substantiated, but it's been not reposted but like there's enough news articles and stuff on it that it feels like there's some validity to it but yeah it's like that seems like a monster a monster mistake to release it without the multiplayer section yeah i feel like people are just gonna buy the new call of duty that's coming out that got announced on a bag of doritos today did you see that (laughs) no so there's a new call of duty coming well i mean obviously there is there's a new call of duty every year yeah but uh, it's been heavily rumored that the new Call of Duty is called Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Oh. And apparently the logo leaked on a bag of Doritos today. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah. Surprise. It's yeah. coming. Yeah. But yeah, no, back to the, the the Xbox stuff. I mean, I guess we'll see. Again, they'll get eaten alive if it comes out without multiplayer and it comes out looking that bad. But was there anything else that they showed at the – like I talked a little bit about Medium – it's, it looks like Silent Hill. But the thing that's crazy about it, and this is the real next-gen thing about it, is it takes place in two worlds simultaneously. Yeah. Both worlds, there's a light world and a dark world. Very similar to what Silent Hill always has had, is a light world and a dark world. But the difference is, is both worlds are being rendered simultaneously. You only see one, but the other one is, is always there in the background. Right. So you can switch between them at any point. Like they were showing cutscenes that are happening of like, so like here's the cutscene happening in the light world. Here it is happening at the same time in the dark world, you know, like stuff like that. So, so that looks very intriguing. One thing I didn't know until I read an article about it afterwards is because when they originally announced it, which is funny because they announced this game back at the third party event that they did in, I think it was the end of June. Mm-hmm. Or no, end of May. They announced this game then. So it was really funny when it was here too. But when they announced it then, I'm like, this sounds like Silent Hill. And there was like a little bit at the bottom where it's like, all the music is from the composer of Silent Hill. And I'm like, oh, that's why it sounds like Silent Hill. (laughs) So so what I read is the, the composer who did Silent Hill is doing all of the music in only one of the two worlds. Each world has a completely different soundtrack. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so when you switch between them, the soundtrack changes. It's kind of like is, very, very distinct. Yeah, that's a, a good way to do it. Yeah, like a, a different composer is doing each world. It's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that was a game that, that, that was very interesting to me. A, a lot of people I know are really excited for Psychonauts. I've never really been into Psychonauts. Like, I, I like some of the Double Fine stuff, but not all of it. Like, it's really weird. Double Fine is... 
Double Fine is a studio that I've always been like, oh, Double Fine. Oh, yeah. You know, like I've never <laughs> been like overly impressed by a Double Fine game, but I know of Double Fine as a studio that has a pedigree to it. Yeah. You know, like I've played, I played Broken Age and I was like, okay, this is a fun adventure game, but it didn't blow me out of the water. Like I remember when Double Fine kickstarted that game and everyone's like, this is going to change everything. And it was like the highest, the highest raising Kickstarter of all time at the time it came out and stuff like that. And I remember playing it being like, eh, you know, like it's yeah, all right. It's I fine. Enjoy yeah. It. Not your bag of, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, but another game that they did, they did Brutal Legend. And I remember being like, oh man, this looks awesome. And then it's, it was like secretly a real time strategy game. And I was like, wait, what? You know, like, cause, cause all the trailers made it look like a, like just a hack and slash action game. And then it was like, surprise, it's real time strategy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I didn't play it ever again after I got to that part. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not that I didn't like it. It was just like, oh, this isn't what I thought it was. And I just kind of stopped playing it. I th- it's always something that I thought about going back to because it's like, I really liked the opening of it, you know? And it just... So, I don't know. Psychonauts is nothing that really excites me. Also, Psychonauts is coming to PlayStation. So, it was also another moment of like, all right, why why am I excited about this? They announced a DLC pack for the Outer Worlds, which I've heard is really good, but also Outer Worlds is on PlayStation. Yeah. So the, another when that first happened, I'm like, okay, first of all, it's a DLC pack. And second of all, it's a DLC pack that the competitors are going to get. Also, this this is when I first started questioning what was going on with all of the it, this is only first party and this is only exclusives. You know, like this is what I started to question this. Yeah. Because all of that stuff didn't end up from that point on, it was like, oh, none of this is is exclusive and none of this is is first party kind of thing. I mean, some of it was, but not all of it, you know. I'm just trying to think if there was anything else that really like struck me. Like like game wise? Yeah, like like there wasn't even okay, Fable. Fable was was good, yeah. But the thing about Fable was it was like that was was that a CG trailer? Like you know, like I'm not, I'm not super excited about CG trailers anymore, especially when it comes to this, like as a person who lives with someone who is so excited that Bethesda announced a new Elder Scrolls game. And I'm like, that game is like six years away from now. <laughs> yes. You know, like, why are you so excited about this? I don't get excited by like CG trailers anymore, you know, cause I know that 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 doesn't necessarily as much as it's like that game's coming doesn't mean anything like that they don't show they didn't give a date they didn't show any gameplay that game could be four years away from now yes exactly yeah there's no bearing to anything it's just announcing that it it exists yeah i don't know i don't know mike yeah but like other than that like xbox franchises they didn't really show Anything else? Like as well, like I kind of let off with it was it felt a little underwhelming to me. But I think because they've previously announced like there's a new not God of War, the Gears Gears of Gears War, of yeah. War that there's a new one of those coming, but not at launch and that kind of stuff. So, but I actually got the sense that they weren't super concerned about like blowing you away with the games because I think Microsoft is going to take a new approach to selling you video games mike and i think it all revolves around the game pass thing mm-hmm. so what the game pass is is it's basically like a netflix subscription for xbox is you you plunk down your 9.99 or whatever price you want to pay and you get access to all of the xbox games 
that was the one big takeaway that they had. Sorry, my notes just logged out here. Um, that was the <laughs> one big takeaway that they had was that every single thing that you saw on on the show, even the third party stuff, yeah, was going to be available via Games Pass at launch. So realistically, what well, there was what like. 20 games announced something like that i think it was 17 yeah but we'll we'll say 20 just for easy math you know so 20 games times 60 dollars a game you know like that's that's like 1200 bucks but you could play 1200 dollars worth of games for 10 dollars like that's a that's a pretty good value and it really sounds like they're going to make everything available via game pass all the time and then what they had announced last week was that their game pass premium or ultimate or whatever the hell they call it which was 15 bucks a month includes xcloud project xcloud and it includes i think it also includes like their xbox like the online xbox live live thing yeah you know i want to get to a point about that in a minute but sure. also just just for clarification just because everybody not everybody is a nerd about the same kind of things xcloud is their streaming service and i see streaming service that's not netflix i mean streaming service in the sense of you can stream your game it's like stadia that other thing that we talk about but we hate on that a lot yeah this is like that but good because <laughs> because really like this is this is the the way to sell street game streaming like i'm sold on this a hundred percent. Yeah. I'm not out about to go buy an Xbox or anything like this. And this is what, why this strategy is so interesting because they don't, it seems more like Xbox doesn't care about you buying their consoles. It's they want you to play their games and, or, or at least what they're trying to do is remove as many barriers to you playing the games as possible. Like, as I said, Hellblade game, I'm looking very much forward to coming soon. Well, not coming soon, but at some point yes, in the future, yeah. that game's going to come out and that game's going to come out on Xbox Games Pass and it's going to be available on Project X Cloud. So that means that I don't own an Xbox. That means I don't have to buy an Xbox to be able to play the game. I have a PC. The game comes to PC, but my PC ain't that great. I don't need to buy a new PC to play the game because I can just stream it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The the way to get into it is like incredibly easy. And you never know. I might like Hellblade so much after because you got to buy it, you know, month to month or whatever. Right. I might buy it, beat the game in a weekend. That won't happen. I have a child. Yeah. I'm going to beat that game in the, barely in the month. Yeah. That is six to nine months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Once it's over and I have time left, I might, you know, pop into some other games and maybe I'm I'm paying for Games Pass on a, on a monthly basis. Right. What? That that's exactly it, Mike. That's that's the exact thought I had too. Is well, now I don't need to worry about plunking down my sixty dollars on a game I may or may not like. I don't know. You know, I'm old now, Mike. I don't keep up to date with all the games as much as I did when I was fifteen. So I could just pay ten dollars a month and play literally any game that I wanted. And if I played it for five minutes and decided it was garbage, that's fine. I just turn it off and find another one, right? Like it's it's a perfect situation. And then you hit the nail on the head with, with what you were saying earlier is I don't need to buy an Xbox console. I can just play it on my computer. And, I, and, and opposite to yours is my computer is really good. So I could just download it and play it locally. And I could get all the benefits that the game comes with. Like it's a very, very interesting strategy that they're taking. And I can't help but think it's going to work out really well for them. Imagine, you know, imagine William 
is you could just, you know, in 10 years or whatever, you could pay $10 a month and he could literally play any game that he wants as long as it's a sort of Microsoft Xbox game. Is is it well? Also, they they also put third party games in there too. Yeah, like, I forget how many games they have at a time. Like the games, the third party games rotate in and out, but the Xbox exclusives are always there. Yeah, always there. I, yeah. I, I say quote unquote exclusives because, like, really, what they're doing with their exclusives, they're going to work on everything. They work on PC. They're going to work on the current Xbox, the Xbox One, whether it's the Xbox One, the original, the mm-hmm. Xbox One S, the Xbox One X. The um, the Xbox Series X, the long rumored Lockhart, which is their budget version of the Series X, and then PC. Like that's all of those options right away, and then the streaming on top of that. Like yeah. there's all those different options for you to be able to play. And actually, some of those options are going away. I don't know if you saw that they're actually discontinuing discontinuing the all digital Xbox Series S and the Xbox One X. Yes. So the only one that will still be available is the One S, which is their mid-range of the three models. Yeah, but they've also now committed that for the next like two years, there's still going to be all the games they develop for the new console will continue to work on the One S, which was a fascinating decision on their part. You know, it was a terrible decision on their part, what they did with the box art for their games. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't pay that much attention. Oh, man. Okay, so... What they're doing, and I get why they're doing this, and but it's just like, okay, have you have you seen the PS5 boxes? No. So basically take your PS4 box. Yeah. The label at the top that's the blue PS4 logo is now a white PS5 logo. Sure. Okay. That's the difference. That's the only difference between the PS5 box and the PS4 box. Mm-hmm. The new Xbox box, because all the game is supposed to work on everything, right? Yeah. It looks exactly the same as the current Xbox box, like the same same box. The, the layout is the same, except at the top, instead of it saying Xbox one, it just says Xbox. Not bad, right? Yeah, not bad. Yeah, that's fine. There's a big black label underneath that that says every version of Xbox that it runs on. Oh, no. So it says <laughs> Xbox Series X, Xbox one. And then and there's a big black space on it that people are like they're not just going to leave that black space there something will eventually be in that spot so there's going to be three things on this black line that says what it is and then on top of that in the corner because xbox like they trademarked a couple things like there's a there's an hdr name that they trademarked and a certain kind of high definition like naming they, they trademarked like it says something I forget what it is, but the, the it's smart how they've trademarked it. The way they trademarked it, it makes it sound like 4K is only on the new Xboxes. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it sounds like. It's like because there's there's all this marketing that says something like, I forget how they named it, but it it's, it essentially says like 4K X is only available on Xbox. Right. And it's just, whoa, okay, hold on. 4K <laughs> is not exclusive to your console. You know, like yeah. PS4 Pro does 4K, even though it's like a weird 4K. Sure, yeah. It still does 4K. So it's, you don't own 4K, you know, <laughs> but but they own this named version of 4K. So, but that lo- those two logos are also on their box art. And then there's a no- an enormous green button on the logo that says optimized for Series X on the box art. Right. So you look at a PS5 box art and it's just like, PS5. 
And then you look at the Xbox and it's like Xbox, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Xbox Optimized for the yeah. Series X. Like, I don't know if you ever saw when there was the Batman Arkham City, there was like the Batman Arkham City Game of the Year edition. Okay. Where it was like 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, 10. Out, like, it was literally a picture of Batman with a shit ton of ratings around it. It's the ugliest box art ever. And it's like, this is every Xbox box now. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, maybe they're shit. trying to purposely make it so ugly, Mike, that you just download it and buy it digitally. And download there's a lot. It. Yeah. There's a lot of comments that are like, who cares? I'm buying it digitally. Yeah. You know, like, because there's people complaining about how ugly it looks. And then the responses are, yeah. who cares? I'm buying it. Yeah, digitally. that's right. You'll, you'll live. You'll live. But anyway, it, it, it is interesting, though, that Games Pass methodology, I, I, I think it's going to work out. Well, did you see they also partnered with Samsung and Samsung is going to be kind of an official, unofficial Xbox gaming platform now. Okay, so it's like the X Cloud stuff. Like yeah, yeah. So it's like um, you know how sometimes you'll partner and it's like optimized for this. And I think it's starting with the Note Twenty is going to be um, like a, a a recommended platform to play X Cloud on. Interesting. Yeah, will it have a giant optimize for Series X button on it? Hopefully, that way you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> giant green line. Yeah, how else would you know if it wasn't listed there? Well, one thing that we mentioned, and I said I wanted to get back to it, is we were talking about Xbox Live, their their online subscription. You need Xbox Live to be able to play Xbox online, and it's been like that since the Xbox 360. Yeah. Actually, it might have been like that. I can't remember if that was on the the regular Xbox I, as well. You, know, you were asking the wrong guy. Mike. I think I, it was because Halo was on it. I think that's you. You could play Xbox on Halo. Well, what was the Halo last? What was the last free PlayStation? Was it PS2 or PS3? Like for for online. Technically, the last free one was the PlayStation Vita, but the PS3 is is free as okay, well. Okay, so it would have been. I, it must have been the 360 then. Because wasn't that PlayStation's big thing was you could play online for free, whereas with Xbox, you had to pay for it. Right. I, I, I feel like it was the original Xbox, yeah. but we'll, we'll, anyway, we'll continue on. Matter, we'll continue yeah. on. But the thing is, that's interesting about what's going on with Xbox Live is on the website, like on the Xbox store, you can't buy year-long membership anymore. Oh. You can buy a one-month or a three-month pass, and that's it. The, they've eliminated the year-long option. And people are saying that that because they're going to eliminate it in in general. They're just going to eliminate their online paying service anymore. That would be pretty awesome. I mean, you know what my opinion is on paying to use a thing that you've already paid for. I think it's complete bullshit anyway. Mm -hmm. So maybe if they're bundling it in with like, well, even if they bundle it in with Games Pass and say, listen, you got to have Games Pass. That's how it works. But if they got rid of it entirely, I... Oh, I feel like that would be a pretty good, like consumer friendly decision. Mm-hmm, definitely, because like remember, there there was a they got a lot of flack because you needed Xbox Live to watch Netflix. You yeah, know? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like that was like that was something that was always free. Like even when you even though you have to pay for online on PlayStation Four, Netflix and stuff like that is still free. But Xbox, you needed Xbox Live for to be able to watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. So Xbox lately is about making all of these consumer-friendly moves. What would be more consumer-friendly than eliminating... Because yeah. everyone else does it now. Nintendo does it. Nintendo was the last holdout of of paid online. And with the Switch, they're now paid online. So like, what could be more consumer-friendly than being the only game company that doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't charge you. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And one thing, though, one thing that has also been a rumor for a long time that 
you can now completely dispel is that it was rumored that Microsoft was just going to start putting Game Pass on everything. Like there'd be Game Pass on PS4, there'd be Game Pass on Switch. Yeah. That's not happening. Like they, they, somebody from Xbox was like, no, we're, we're going to keep it where it is right now. Yeah. I, I had read something along the lines of they had tried to do it with PlayStation, like with Sony and with Nintendo and that kind of stuff. And they received enough pushback or the optimization wasn't there or something that they decided not to do it. Yeah. Like I think I saw that the, something to the effect of them being saying something like they weren't interested or yeah. something like that. So. I mean, whatever. That's yeah. I get it. I, Which I makes sense. Yeah. Why would Sony want Microsoft stuff on there? But yeah, I mean, they held off on that EA thing for a really long time too. Yeah. That EA, I forget what it's called. There was the uh, EA Access. Oh yes, yeah. They wouldn't put that on on PlayStation for a really long time, but eventually they did it. So who knows? Maybe eventually we'll get Xbox as yeah. as an app on on. Uh, but but it'll be a fascinating console war for this generation because I feel like both companies are taking completely different approaches that's the thing. to this. All stuff. three companies, and like, and if you even bring in Nintendo, yeah. everyone has a different strategy. So it's going to be like this is the first time I can ever remember where it's just like, oh well, I want to pick that box over this box. What's the difference? My friends are on this one or, or you know. Yeah. You that, can, well, that more or less what was what it was before. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And now it's like, well, this gets me this and this gets me this and this gets me this. Like there, there, there is a different reason to have each console. No, exactly. That That is not for my wife who is listening. That is not me saying that I am buying all of the consoles. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. No, it, it will be interesting. Yeah, because it seems like Sony to me is taking kind of the tried and true approach, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It did very well for them this generation. Yeah, exactly. Why? Wow, I mean, they've won almost every console generation, I think, minus PS3, right? That was the only one that they kind of struggled with. We won. We won PS3, but PS3 actually won against Xbox. And it doesn't seem like that. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a lot of people who are like, oh yeah, Xbox, you know, trounced PlayStation Three, and it's true they did at the beginning, and then at the end, PlayStation actually sold more PS3s than Xbox 360s. Right. Like okay. they they squeaked it in. Like it's very small. Like I think it's less than 10 million sold between the two of them. But it in the end they caught up either way we still sold may way more copies than than either yeah, of them. nintendo we not not yes. mike taking ownership of sony yeah. <laughs> no 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 nintendo we. yeah but i mean ps4 they've almost sold as many ps4s as ps2s yeah and which that, is and impressive it, and that was a thing that people were like no one will ever touch the ps2 because the ps2's life cycle was forever because it was something that was available for countries that like I can't afford a PS3. Like the country itself, the country couldn't afford PS3s. Yeah. So they're like, here's PS2s. You you can still buy in certain countries brand new PS2s that were made in the last few years. You know, like stuff like that. You know. Well, I feel like at one point the PS2 got under a hundred dollars for the console, like to buy a brand new console. I think that's correct, and I also think the most. I think the last. The last PS2 game came out in like 2015. Yeah, it was a shockingly long time. Yeah, like it was like a f- soccer game. I think yeah. it was FIFA because FIFA sells. I mean, it was like Brazil. Brazil was like the big holdout. Yeah, was was where they were still selling it. So like, I mean, obviously, so- it's soccer. Yeah. You're gonna want your your soccer there. But yeah, I, I, again, bringing it back to the current generation, I I don't know if if it'll be possible to declare a winner. I to me, the Sony becomes the de facto like console sales winner. 
But is that the measurement anymore with Xbox? I don't want to say they're not trying, but for them, it seems like Game Pass subscriptions will be the real metric for them. And, you know, I I could see somebody like you, Mike, honestly, like you buy your PS5 and then maybe you get the Games Pass maybe now and then or you pay six months here, take a break, pay another six months, something like that. Maybe that's the way forward for a lot of people. Some of the thing, one of the things I've seen about Game Pass that's ridiculous is that they have so many like special special pricing for it. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, join today and your first two months are a dollar. Yeah, it's like the Netflix style. Yeah, yeah, but there's no, from what I understand, there's no limit on it. Like, it, once it's been done to your account, it's not locked. Like, it's not like oh, you've had a dollar trial, you can have another. You can't have any more dollar trials. Mm-hmm. Like there, there are people that I know who are like, oh yeah, I just keep buying dollar trials and, and they just keep letting me do it, which is insane. Well, you're still using their platform, right? I mean, yeah. ultimately that's what really matters when you're talking like a subscription war, but I don't, yeah, it'll be, it'll be fascinating. It Like honestly, if, if there was a game for Xbox that seemed interesting, I might pay for it. I might pay the $10 and try it out and. Because like the nice thing is that yeah you just you you pay your subscription and you don't have to buy the game after that you just play it like I don't know it'd be real interesting maybe Nintendo is going to bust out the Switch two and just destroy everybody but who knows you never know I feel <laughs> like I'm going to make a prediction for you right now okay the real winner of the console war will be whoever has bug snacks nobody can see you shake your head. No. <laughs> <laughs> they can they i feel like they can sense the the tense disappointment <laughs> <laughs> well i think on that note that's going to do it for this week's episode of part-time nerds full-time dads you can follow along with our adventures in parenting at part-time nerds full-time dads.com as well as on apple Podcasts, google play spotify stitcher Castbox, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast listening services if you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong you can always send an email to the dads at part-time nerds full-time dads.com or reach us on our twitter or facebook accounts at pt nerds ft dads we'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice for people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever until next time i'm mike and i'm chris and we'll talk to you again uh, soon hooray that was a long one it was good good discussion yeah well i mean we had a lot to talk about so i figured let's just roll with it yeah, I like twisted my back sometime over the weekend. I don't know what, like doing what, but like today it's real nice and stiff. Mm, good times. Yeah. You got some drugs for it. It's not quite there yet. I've been doing a lot of my stretches and exercises and whatever. So hopefully I can kind of hold it off, but maybe tomorrow I will be able to move. So we'll you, see. You know what might make you feel better? No, don't play the song, Mike. Don't play the song. I was just going to say drugs, but... <laughs> <laughs> you're you're on edge now. Yeah, you're just yeah, waiting yeah, that's for it. it. Yeah. I was half tempted, half tempted to make a button and just be like bug snacks. You know, oh, just every time like I hit it, like bug snacks. Yeah. yeah, just every time I hit it, it would just go bug snacks, and then you'd be like, oh god. Yeah, you'd hear the disconnect, the call disconnect <laughs> <about> sound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe next week. Yeah. <laughs>